Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillah Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi bi ihsanin ila yumiddin Amma ba'd after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the Messenger Alihi salatu wassalam and upon his family, his companions and upon all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day. To proceed, ikhwan, Allahumma alimna ma yanfa'una وَانْفَعْنَا بِمَا عَلَّمْتَنَا وَرَبَّنَا زِدْنَا عِلْمًا وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ وَرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Oh Allah, we ask that you teach us that which will benefit us and that you benefit us with that which you have taught us and that you increase all of us upon knowledge and all the praise belong to Allah, the Lord of all the worlds. طيب فَنُوَاسِلُ مَعَكُمْ فِي هَذَا الْيَوْمِ الْمُبَارِكِ so we continue in this blessed and noble day of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. So we continue in a tremendous science or noble science, benefiting from a tremendous book. فَمَسْمُوا الْمُؤَلِّفِ So who, what's the name of the author? مَنْ يَعْلَمْ Who remembers? طَاحَ إِبْنَ مُحَمَّدْ الْبَيْقُونِ وَقَالَ بَعْضُ الْعُلَمَاءِ أَنَّ إِسْمَهُ عُمَرُ وَقَالَ بَعْضُهُمْ أَنَّ إِسْمَهُ مُحَمَّدْ وَإِخْتَرْنَا طَاحَ إِبْنَ مُحَمَّدْ الْبَيْقُونِ And we mentioned a benefit to our sisters and our brothers yesterday or so that some scholars say his name is Umar, other scholars say his name is Muhammad. However, we chose the name Umar uh, Taha, as most scholars say his name is Taha ibn Muhammad. The scholars differ. وَهَذَا يَحْصُلِ يَا إِخْوَانَ أَحْيَانًا الْعُلَمَاءَ أَحْيَانًا الْعُلَمَاءُ يَخْتَلِفُونَ بِاسْمِ الشَّخْصِ كَمَا يَخْتَلِفُونَ بِاسْمِ أَبِي هُرَيْرَةِ and this happens from time to time where you find in your studies that the scholars differ over the name of a person. Like when the scholars differ over the name of Abu Huraira. Some scholars say Abu Huraira's name is Abdullah. Other scholars say his name is Abdurrahman. Other scholars say his name is Abdushams. They differ over his name. The strongest opinion is that his name is Abdurrahman ibn Sakhar. Wahada ikhtar al Bukhari. And that's the position of Imam al Bukhari. Fata'alamna anna hada al ilma yusamma isman. And we mentioned that this science, the science of hadith, you can give it two names. This question is for one of our daughters, one of our sisters. We learned two names that you can call the science of al-hadith. What's one of them? 
علم الروايه علم الدرايه طيب that's the categories of the science that's a good answer good try the science of hadith you can call it two names علم الحديث and مصطلح الحديث احسنتنا طيب هذا للرجال this question is for our brothers تعلمنا ان علم الحديث انقسم الى قسمين we learned that the science of الحديث علم الحديث is divided into two parts two categories فما احدهما what's one of them من يعلى who knows علم الرواية and علم الدراية احسنتم الرواية ما المقصود بعلم الرواية what's the intent of علم الرواية what are you talking about when you say علم الرواية the knowledge of talking about narration talking about the metin the narration itself الالفاظ the wording per se فمثلا قال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام إنما الأعمال بالنيات الحديث من حديث عمر عند البخاري ومسلم the messenger of Allah says all actions are based upon intentions to the end of the hadith narrated by Umar collected by Bukhari Muslim علم الرواية لا نتكلم عن النبي لا نتكلم عن عمر لا نتكلم عن بخاري ولا نتكلم عن مسلم نتكلم عن الفاضي النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام so in the science of riwayah we're not talking about the prophet himself we're not talking about Umar we're not talking about Bukhari we're not talking about Muslim we're talking about the wording of the hadith the actual riwayah the actual narration أَمَّا عِلْمُ الْدِرَايَةِ as for the second type عِلْمُ الْدِرَايَةِ مَا الْمَقْصُودُ بِهِ أو بِهَا نعم مَا الْمَقْصُودُ بِهِ what's the intent of عِلْمُ الْدِرَايَةِ what's the focus you can say how is narrated the men of the chain هذا صحيح هذا ثقة هذا ضعيف this one is reliable this one is weak this one has a weak memory so you're focusing on the asaneed the men of the chain طيب فمن حفظ البيتين who memorized the first two lines of poetry من يريد أن يكون الأول who wants to be our first reader Tadlan. Abdul Hamdi Musalliyan ala Muhammadin khayri nabiyin ursila wadi min aqsamil hadithi idda wa kullu wahidin ata wa kullu wa kullu wahidin ata wa kullu wahidin ata wa hadda MashaAllah, ahsent, ahsent wa man aida who was memorized wa kum salam wa rahmatullah who else had the honor to remember any of our, our daughters, our sisters? MashaAllah, Asante, Asante. Anyone else from our sisters? Any of our brothers? Anyone else? I don't think you guys are here. Hamza. Anyone else from our sisters? 
شاء الله جميلا طيب نبدأ إن شاء الله تعالى بالدرس الجديد Let's start with a new class إن شاء الله تعالى طيب أنا أقوله وأنتم تقولونه بعدي I'll say it You say it I'll say it You say it قال الإمام البيقوني رحمه الله تعالى أبدأ بالحمد مصليا على محمد خير نبي أرسلا وذي من قسام الحديث عدة وكل واحد أتى وحدة أولها الصحيح وهو أولها الصحيح وهو متصل وهو متصل إسناده ولم يشذ إسناده ولم يشذ أو يعن أولها الصحيح وهو متصل إسناده ولم يشذ أو يعل إسناده ولم يشذ ولم يشذ أو يعل يرويه عدل ضابط عن مثله معتمد في ضبطه ونقله طيب هذين بيتين يحفظاني So these two lines here are what's memorized for homework أولها الصحيح وهو متصل إسناده ولم يشذ أو يعل يرويه عدل ضابط عن مثله معتمد في ضبطه ونقله طيب اكتبوا ترجمة So write down the translation يا إخوان so he says, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Awwaluha Sahih wa huwa matasal. The first of them, meaning the categories of hadith. The first of them is as Sahih. Wa huwa matasal, and it is that which its chain is complete, and it is that which the chain is complete. It tasal. Talking about the chain, we'll get there inshallah. The first of it, or the first of them, meaning the categories of hadith, is sahih. And it is that which its chain is complete. Or he says, that which it's complete. The next line he says, chain. Its chain, this goes back to the first, the, the third line. Its chain, وَلَمْ And it does not have shad. Just write the word shad. S-H-A-T-H. S-H-A-T-H. Shad. It does not have shad. 
It does not have shath, nor does it have a weakness that uh, affects the hadith. Some weaknesses affect, some weaknesses do not affect. It does not have a weakness that affects the hadith. So the first of them, meaning the uh, categories of hadith, is sahih. And it is that which is complete. Its chain, it does not have shadh. نتعلم معنى شاذ إن شاء الله اليوم. We're going to learn what is shadh today. It does not have shadh أو يعال. Nor does it have a weakness that affects it. We'll get to that inshallah. العلّة تنقسم للقسمين. There are two types of uh, uh, weaknesses inshallah. One that is severe and one that is not severe. The one he's talking about here is the, sick, the sickness, the weakness, that's severe. So that's the first two, or that's number three. Number four, it is narrated by a reliable, accurate narrator. It is narrated by Adilun, reliable, Babitun, accurate narrator. An Mithlihi, who's narrating from someone just like him or her. Meaning, the narrator is Adilun Babitun. The narrator who narrates hadith has to be accurate and it has to be reliable. It can't be a liar. They can't have weak memory. They can't be irreligious. They have to be adilun. They have to be. Uh, they have to be reliable, and they have to be babitun, and they have to have this accuracy when they narrate. This precision. We're going to learn that today, inshallah. Also, and mithlihi, who is narrating from someone just like her. Our sister, she's adila. She has a. She's reliable, and she's babita. She has precision when she narrates. Her by herself is not enough to make the hadith sahih. She has to narrate from someone just like her, who is reliable and has precision. Who narrates from someone just like her. Who narrates from someone just like her. كُلُّ شَخْصٍ فِي السَّنَةِ نَفْسُ فِي Every person in the sahih chain, they are the same in their reliability and in their precision. If one of them is weak, makes the whole hadith weak. If one of them is okay, makes the hadith hasan. We may not get to hasan today, but inshallah, if you understand sahih, you understand hasan. Inshallah. Ta'i, who can repeat what they have so far? Tfadda. The first of them? The first of them is sahih. Mm. And it is that which chain is complete. Good. It is chain and uh, uh, it's chain and it does not has shad shas nor does not have a weakness that affected. Mashallah. It is narrated by a reliable, accurate narrator Good. who is narrating just like him. Who is narrating from someone? From someone just like just like him. him. Mashallah. One of our sisters can read what she has. The first of them. Mm. Good. 
இருக்கு who's depended upon in his accuracy and in his transmission so they're accurate they have this precision they, they're reliable and they're they're so reliable that you can depend upon their precision and you can depend upon their transmission what they transmit when they narrate you can depend upon it I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. Awwaluha sahihu. Awwaluha sahihu. Wahwa matasal. Wahwa matasal. Isnaduhu wa lam yashudda au yu'al. Isnaduhu wa lam yashudda au yu'al. Yarwihi. Yarwihi. Adilun. Dabitun. An mithlihi. Mu'tamadun. Fi dabtihi. Wa naqlihi. Write this down, ya ikhwan. Ma'ana ashad. Ma'ana ashad. Let's do an easier one, inshallah ta'ala. We'll get back to shad. Write this down, ya ikhwan. Ma'ana sahih. The meaning of Sahih. The meaning of Sahih. A Sahih Aksu Daif. First thing I want you to write down is Sahih is the opposite of weak. Sahih is the opposite of weak. Well, Sahih. يَنْقَسِمُ إِلَى الْقِسْمَيْنِ Sahih is divided into two parts. First benefit, Sahih عَقْسُ ضعيف is the opposite of weak. Second benefit, يَنْقَسِمُ إِلَى الْقِسْمَيْنِ is divided into two parts or two types. Who can repeat? Fadal. Sahih is the opposite of? Good. Jameelan, Jameelan. One of our sisters, Fadali. Sahih is what? Jameelan, Jameelan. Tayyip. Al Awwal, the first type of Sahih. First type of Sahih. Al Sahih Lida Tihi. Al Sahih Lida Tihi. Al-Sahih A-S Hyphen Or dash S-A-H E-E-H Al-Sahih Al-Sahih Next word Lidha-Tihi Lidha-Tihi L-I T-H A-A T I H I Lida Tihi. First category, I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. Al Sahih 
لذاته الصحيح لذاته الصحيح لذاته نترجمه the sahih لذاته we're going to translate that to say or to be the sahih in itself or by itself it's a hadith that's sahih alone it stands alone لا يحتاج إلى شيء آخر ليقويه ليجعله أقوى لا هو صحيح وحده this is the narration that is sahih by itself it doesn't need another narration to come and to strengthen it to, to, to make it stronger you're going to learn inshallah ya ikhwan that some narrations other narrations can come and fortify them they can come وَيَرَفَعْهُ إِلَى دَرْجَةٍ أَعْلَى مِنْهُ a hadith can come with another narration they can come together and they can be raised up and they can reach a level that's higher for example جَاءَ شَخْصٌ وَهُوْ ضَعِيفٌ فِي الْحِفْرِ يَقُولُ كَلِمَةً مَا for example someone comes and we all know he has a weak memory it's known if he memorizes something it's wrong automatically his, weak, his memory is mashallah like that brother last time when we came to visit and every time he shot real handsome brother with the glasses I forget his name huh Shu'aib real nice brother he just couldn't shoot that well and every time we gave him the ball no matter how close no matter he shot it like he was Lifting weights, I don't know. The ball was heavy. And we kept giving him the, the ball, try again, yeah, he tried. And he just, bismillah. At any rate, he couldn't make the shot for whatever reason. And then another brother comes and helps him. Okay, place your elbow like this. I'm going to help you with your form. Place your hand behind the ball. Spread your fingers. Snap your wrists. And now, he makes a shot. So, by himself, he's weak. Another brother comes and makes him strong. The Sahih is not like that. This one is already strong by itself. It's already reliable. Already authentic. He doesn't need no one. He doesn't need no one to come. The other day their brothers were doing push-ups. One of their brothers, mashallah, he's strong already. Form was good. Perfect. 11, 12. He didn't need no one to help him. He's the Sahih Lidati. Right? By himself, by itself, it stands alone. It's already authentic. So you're going to write... The hadith that's authentic by itself or alone. It doesn't need no other narration to support it. This is the sahih lidati. That's the first category. Well, qismu thani, second category, aqsul awwal, is opposite from the first. Huwa sahih, lakin laysa binafsihi. Huwa sahih lighayrihi. Second category I want you to write, same first word. Sahih li ghayrihi. Sahih li ghayrihi. So the same first word, A-S dash S-A-H-E-E-H. Sahih, al-Sahih. Next word, li ghayrihi. Li ghayrihi. L-I. G-A-Y-R-I-H-I لِغَيْرِهِ صحيح لِغَيْرِهِ طيب This category هو صحيح لكن ليس بنفسه This one is authentic Yes But not by itself 
Sahih li ghayrihi. It needs another narration to come to raise it up to be Sahih. So they both are Sahih. One is Sahih bi nafsihi li by itself. The another one is Sahih, but not alone. This is the one, like Shu'ayt, shooting the shot. <laughs> Needs someone to come and make it authentic. One of the sisters there, she's Sahih alone. She doesn't need no one to help her. Her memory is impeccable, superb. She's Sahih, by herself. Another sister is also Sahih, but not alone. Amatullah has to come and help her and aid her. No, no, that has a dhamma. That has a fatha. No, that's Bukhari, not Muslim. So she's Sahih, but with the help of Amatullah. Amatullah makes her, raises her up to be Sahih. So one is Sahih li dhatihi, the second is Sahih li ghayrihi. Man la yafham, who doesn't understand? Kulukum fahimun. Jameel, all of our sisters. Man safarat min nisa'ina, who traveled from our daughters and our sisters. You guys still with us? Sahih is broken down into how many parts? Two. Two. One of them for one of our sisters. First part, Sahih li dhatihi. What does this mean? Fadal, Sahih li dhatihi? It's authentic within itself. It's authentic within itself. Stands alone. Doesn't need nothing else. Second category, one of our sisters. Sahih li ghayrihi. What does that mean? A Sahih, but not alone. It needs another narration to come and raise it up. Right. This brother comes in, he's a known, he's, his memory, mashallah ta'ala, is da'if, he's weak. Whatever he memorizes, most likely is wrong. He comes in and says, hey, the kids out there shooting hoops. But he's a liar. Uh, he's a, he has a weak memory. He has, <laughs> I'm fine. he has a weak memory. So we don't take his speech because his memory is weak. Right? A weak memory is enough to make the hadith weak. Another brother comes in saying the same exact thing. He also has a weak memory. The second brother. He says, hey, mashallah, the kids out there shoot hoops. So two different reports saying the same thing and they both are weak. That weakness is not severe. Having a weak memory is not severe. So you can take both of their statements, pit them together, and now they become Hassan. Because they're saying the same thing. It's not severe and from two different people. Then you look outside and see, oh, they are, they are shooting hoops. So you can take both of their statements, although they're weak, that weakness is not severe and it can be raised up to be Hassan. You guys with me? That's an example of Sahih, if their narrations or if they are Sahih. The tricky part about Hadith, a Hadith can be weak. And then another hadith can be weak, saying the same thing. And then a third hadith, fourth hadith, fifth hadith, all of them can have weaknesses. However, they may not be severe. And then that can be raised up to be hasan. Although in the origin, the hadith is weak. The hadith of Ibn Abbas, of what do you say between the sajdatin? Who knows that dua? What do you say between the sajdatin? Rabbi qfilli. Not that one, that one's authentic. It's a longer one. Rabbik frilli. Warhamni wajburni wahdini wa'afini warzuqni. Hadith ibn Abbas. The origin of this hadith is weak. The origin of it. 
There's a man in the hadith, it makes the hadith weak. But it comes from so many narrations. So many narrations that the scholars say, these hadith are not, the weaknesses are not severe. So they take it and it's raised up to be Hassan. So some scholars say this hadith is weak. They're talking about in itself. Other scholars say it's Hassan. They're talking about when you gather all them together and now they're raised up to be Hassan. So hadith is tricky, ikhwan. So you have to pay attention, be patient, memorize, and always go over it. Sometimes I want you guys to ask each other the same way I see you with your Quran and your Arabic. Hey, what's the meaning of Sahih? The sister says, hey, Sahih is opposite of weak. How many categories? Two. What are they? It's one of the best ways to make the maraja'ah. To take a buddy, a companion, a family member, a friend, and to review with this person. For example, this is how you keep the knowledge fresh. That also brings the hearts together. Anyone lahu ashkal or lahu asiratun or kada? Anyone have anything to mention? Anything is difficult upon them? Any questions or comments? The hadith is sahih, but they have they have weak memories. Could be. Don't learn it like that. Um, the hadith is sahih, but not alone. There's other narrations that came and strengthened this hadith and raised it up. That's the sahih li ghayri. Just remember the word li ghayri. Li by itself, alone. Li by someone else. Li It's authentic, but not alone. Another narration came and fortified it, strengthened it, raised it up. Now that's the tricky part. It doesn't have to be. It can be two Hassans. Mm. Hassan is easy. We get to Hassan inshallah. Hassan is easy. If you If you understand Sahih, Hassan is the same definition, except we're going to change one word. One word. Let's continue, Next benefit. Why do the scholars of hadith begin when they explain? Why do they all start off with sahih? No scholar is going to come and say, hey, da'if means this and this and this and this and this. Hasan means this and this and this and this. Munqatit means this and this and this and this. No. They usually all start with sahih. Why is that? So you could benefit first. So you could benefit, benefit from da'if also. Why start off with sahih? In the Sunnah, you start off with that which is most important. This sister comes in, She prays, but she doesn't know Al-Fatiha. The first sister comes in, she doesn't know her prayer. You're not going to start off and say, Hey sister, let me teach you Sahih Bukhari. She doesn't know how to pray. So you're going to start off with all the time, what's the most important? Her prayer is more viable than her learning Bukhari. Another sister comes, she knows her prayer. She doesn't know Al-Fatiha. 
But she's memorizing 40 hadith. You say, no, sister, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. You say, sister, that's tremendous. You're memorizing 40 hadith. May Allah bless you. Let's place 40 hadith to the side. What do you mean, Yaqi? I'm learning hadith. Yes. But learning your Fatiha is more important. Like brothers who are attending Tawr, but they're not attending the Fatiha. Same thing. Yeah. Almost every masjid in America. Fi tarawih mal'an. The tarawih is going to be jam-packed. But that same community, where are the brothers and the sisters for the Fajr, for the Dhuhr, for the Asr, for the Maghrib, for the Isha. Al-tarawih nafila. Tarawih is not obligatory. إِذَا الْمَرْأَةُ لِيدُ أَنْ تَأْتِي وَتُسَلِّ رَاكَعَةً وَاهِدَةً ثُمَّ تَسْتَلْقِي وَتَقْرَى الْقُرْآنًا أَوْ تَأْكُلُوا شَيْئًا أَوْ تَشْرَبْ شَيْئًا مَا هَلْ هِيَ آثِمًا If a sister comes, and we're not saying do this, this is an example. A sister comes tonight, and she prays one raka'ah of tarweeh, just one. And then she sits down to the side and reads Qur'an. Or she sits to the side and she eats. Or she sits to the side and she drinks. Is she sinful? The answer is no. She left off a tremendous amount of good, but she's not sinful. Likewise, a brother. If you're going to pit for something, it should be the thing that has the most value. If the brother can't come to the prayers, he can only come to one prayer a day. What prayer should it be? In general. The obligatory prayers or the recommended? The obligatory. Sometimes us, we don't know. Our understanding is, is warped, is, is low. So we pit something less in front of something valuable. Or something less in front of something that's heavy. And that's not correct. The Salaf used to pit the thing that has the most right first. For example. And we're the opposite. Where it comes to Tarawih, where is he for Dhuh? Not the, the ones that have to work and they're busy in the school, that's different. The one that is free. He said, oh, I'm going to see you tonight at Tarawih. Yeah, I'm thinking. But that's recommended. Another misconception is that we only pray Tarawih in Ramadan. Tarawih is not connected to Ramadan. Tarawih is inside of Ramadan and outside of Ramadan. Many of us nusalli tarawih thumma ba'da ramadan naturukuha wa na'udhu billah. Most of us, we pray the night prayer in Ramadan. But as soon as Ramadan is over, we leave it off. And we don't come back to it again until next Ramadan. Like the Quran. Many of us, we don't read the Quran except in Ramadan. Qira'atul Quran ala tool al-sana. Reading the Quran is yearly. It's throughout all of the year. Then Ramadan... Then in Ramadan, we increase. Most of us, it's the only time we read the Quran. Not like that. The Sunnah is that you read the Quran, it's part of your life. The book of guidance and Huda. Then in Ramadan, we increase. That's how it should be. But that's a good example. Many of us are like that. Many of us are like that. This misconceptions happen from uh, because we don't have knowledge, right? It comes from many things. Our jahl, our ignorance, also misguidance. Also, a takabbur, being arrogant. Sometimes many of us 
Many of us have arrogance and we don't even know it. Many of us have arrogance and we can't even see it. We're so arrogant. We look down upon everyone. We can't even see it. That's how ignorant we truly are. Sometimes our ignorance and most times the whispers of a shaitan. But we can't always blame shaitan. A lot of times it's us. Shaitan didn't whisper to me, I did that. I disobeyed Allah wa na'udhi billah. Shaitan didn't come. And sometimes he does whisper. But a lot of times it's our own ignorance, our own takabur, arrogance. Also, su'ul fahm. We forgot this one. Misunderstanding. Sometimes we think we know. But in reality, we don't know. We just think we know. No. Anyone else, ya khwan? Write this down, ya khwan. No, not best. We'll save shath. Shath is a little tricky. We'll save shath. So he says, Why do the scholars start with Sahih? Because Sahih is the greatest of the hadith. It's the highest of the level of the hadith. So the scholars start off with it. طيب. Skip a line. Ma'ana al-Sahih. The meaning of Sahih. Qala matasala sanaduhu. You're going to write down first and foremost. Sahih is the hadith that has a connected, complete chain. A complete Connected chain. Itisalu sanad. First thing you're going to write. Itisal asanad. The chain is connected, complete. Or you can say complete. Uh, how would you say more honorably and more eloquently, Ikhwan? The chain is. Complete, a complete chain of narration of this. Connected chain. Connected. And then each of the narrators have to be reliable. Not one, not two. All of the narrators have to be reliable. And the narration has to be free from shad and from those weaknesses that affect the hadith. The narration has to be free from shad, no shad. We're going to learn Shad next. And it has to be free from those weaknesses that affect the hadith. Or that affects the hadith. And the narration has to be free from Shad. Uh, has to be free from Shad and those weaknesses that affect the hadith. Next line. What does it mean, reliable? Thiqa. 
Write down this word, al-thiqa. Each narrator has to be thiqa. T-H-I-Q-A-H, thiqa. In English we say reliable, but it's more than reliable. It's like the highest level of reliability. Not just reliable. That's why I hate uh, when you translate sometimes, the mere word itself may not capture the meaning. So you have to explain slightly. They say reliable, but it's more than reliable. She's the most, the reliable of those who are reliable. That's thiqa. The highest level of reliability. So this means, the thiqa, this means the narrator is adilun dabitun. That they are reliable and they have this 100% accuracy. If I give you a test and all of you get a 94, that's not strong enough to make the hadith sahih. That would be hasan. Sahih, you only can get one wrong out of 100. The sister narrates 100 hadith and gets one wrong. She has a, she's dabita, she's, she's precise. Her precision is, is complete. Out of 100, she fumbled once. That's awesome. If she has a weak memory, she makes the hadith weak. She has an okay memory, makes the hadith hasan. She has to have a superb 100% or 97 or above. It can't be an A minus. In all her reports, all of her narrations, 97, 98, 96, maybe, maybe 96, 99, 100, 100, 97, 98. One wrong on the test. Every test she gets one wrong only. That's Dabita. She gets five wrong, that's still an A, but now she makes it Hassan. So when we say thiqa, I want you to memorize these words here. Adilun dabitun. Thiqa. Thiqa. Adilun dabitun. That they are from the highest level of reliability. They're adil. And not only adil, that they have this complete accuracy. It's called dabtun tamun. Complete Precision. It's complete. Complete precision. Thiqa means Accent. Thiqa, you're going to write down Adilun Dabitun. Two words. Don't just learn the English reliable. No, it's way more than that. Adilun Dabitun. They are good in their Islam. They're noble. They're upright. They're reliable. And they are Dabit. They have complete precision. On a test of a hundred, she's going to get one wrong, maybe two wrong. That's awesome. May Allah preserve all of our memories. Are there any foods to eat that help your memory? Fish oil. Huh? Fish oil. Fish oil. Some scholars say that. There's no proof from Quran and Sunnah, but many doctors of Al Islam they say fish oil. Some say raisins. Some say tamar. Dates, wasabid, raisins. What's the best way to preserve your memory? Let's put foods and drinks to the side. What's from the best way to have a good memory? Stay away from sins. Stay away from sins. All of you know a shafi'i. He's known to everyone. 
ففي رأيه هو كان حفظه ضعيف In his opinion, his memory was weak Now this man memorized almost every hadith out But to him, he had a weak memory To him فمرت به امرأة ورأى منها قدميها So one time he was on the road and a woman passed by him and he saw the heel of her foot. You know the heel? The heel of her foot. Not her face, not her, her shape, no. The heel of her foot. From the lowest beauty of a woman. The heel, not her foot, the heel of her foot. And this allowed him to forget something. He saw the heel of her foot. So let's imagine us in America. Many of us have TV. Some of us have TV in every room. Some of us have two TVs in every room. A laptop, uh, what's another device? We have devices, we have all the distractions in, mashallah. He looked at her heel, or he saw her heel. The narration doesn't say he looked at it, it says he saw it, he noticed it. The heel, and he forgot something. So he went to a shaykh whose name is Waqir ibn Jarrah, a great imam of hadith. So this great Imam Waqir, he's just like Shafi'i in memorization. Memorize everything. Some scholars say he's actually more memorized than Shafi'i. He was a Shaykh of a Shafi'i. So remember Shafi'i saw the heel of a woman. The heel. Imagine what we watch, when billah, the cartoons. You can't watch them nowadays. Your son is watching the TV, a cartoon show. You're going to say, have haram, have a cartoon. You're not going to let your child watch a cartoon nowadays. At any rate, he noticed her heel, so he forgot something. He goes to a Sheikh Waqir, and he says a tremendous piece of poetry. He says, "Ataytu Waqir an su'a hivdi, farshadni ila tarik al-maasi, wa qala inna hadi al-ilm nurun, wa la yu'ta al-ilm al-aasi." So he says, "I came to Waqir." And I complain to him about the weakness of my memory. Now remember his memory is impeccable, but to him is weak, to him. I complained about the weakness of my memory. So he advised me, you want to be a good memorizer? I have one remedy, leave off sins. Just a reminder for myself firstly, my brothers and my sisters secondly, you want to be a good memorizer? The true remedy is that you have to have a tough one. You have to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, for verily this knowledge is a light. And Allah will not give this light to a sinner. Sometimes we study. Brothers have said, I've been studying for years and years and years. I just can't get the Arabic. I've been trying to memorize Quran and Hadith. I just can't get it. But I've been at it for years. 15, 10, 5, 20 years. What's the secret? Maybe because of our sins. Maybe it's not always the teachers. Maybe it's not the apps. Maybe it's not the book. Maybe it's us. How we disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is a reminder for myself firstly. And my brothers and my sisters secondly. There are some foods you can eat. Our brother mentions fish oil. That's good for your memory. There are some herbs you can take. 
for focus and concentration. All that's tremendous. Better than all of that is a taqwa. You want to be a good memorizer? Fear Allah. You want to be a big shaykh? Fear Allah. You want to have to be able to answer the, the people's questions and the likes? Fear Allah. It's the best remedy that anyone can do, ya ikhwan. They said about this Imam Wakir, لا يرى أبداً كاتباً شيء. They said about him, his colleagues, his peers, we never saw this man write down anything. He just memorized whatever was sent to him, he memorized it. They said they never saw him write anything. That's how superb his memory was, for example. So that's a tremendous reminder, ya ikhwan, that he gave Imam al-Shafi'i, rahimahumullah ta'ala, so today we did the hadith as-sahih. We have one last benefit inshallah. Write down ashad. Ashad. Last benefit and then we can go inshallah ta'ala. Shad. S-H-A-A-T-H. Ashad. Qal ashad. Huwa mukhalafatu rawi liman hu awthaku minhu. So Shad, I want you to write this down. It's when the narrator, it's when the narrator opposes someone who is more knowledgeable than them. Or it's when the narrator goes against the number like say he's one and he contradicts five people so the the shad we're going to make it two parts is when the narrator that's reliable that's the word i forgot he has to be reliable if he's weak he's not shad has to be reliable a reliable narrator opposes someone who is more reliable or more knowledgeable than them. That's the first part. So someone, we have two brothers. This brother is reliable. But he's opposing someone more knowledgeable, more reliable than him. So his statement is called Shad. Because he's contradicting someone who's more reliable, more memorized, more disciplined, more fear of Allah than them. Or than him. More precise. Yeah. Two sisters. This sister's reliable. She says the car hit the motorcycle. The second sister is more memorized. She says no. The motorcycle hit the car. You take the position of the one that's more reliable, more memorized. And the first sister, she's authentic. She's sahih. But her statement is called shad. She's contradicting someone who's more memorized than her. That's shad. So who's a, who's more reliable more reliable than him? Muslim. Muslim. Okay, you can say that. So what they mean is authentic uh, is Sahih. He's thicker. So Imam Muslim is more thicker. So here Imam Uthaymin is opposing Imam Muslim. That'd be a good example. So if he was not authentic, if he's not Sahih, that's called something else. He has to be Sahih. They both are reliable, but the one that's opposing is less in their reliability. Another example of this is the hadith of pointing the finger. 
This hadith is narrated by uh, Imam Nasai in his in his Sunan is narrated by Wali ibn Hujum. There's one narrator in the chain. This one. He says a lot of people think this last sentence is from Wa'il. The hadith stops a sentence before. And then it says, I saw him moving it, making dua with it. That last sentence is not from Wa'il. That's from a man called Zaida ibn Qudama. The hadith is narrated by many narrators. And some of them share the same shape. He is the only one who says that. Every other narrator says, they didn't say that last part. They stop where the hadith stops. Zaida says, I saw him moving it, narrating with it. So he is authentic, he's reliable, but he's opposing those who are more reliable than him. So that's an example of Shad. The sister said the car hit the motorcycle. Another sister that's stronger than her, more memorized than her. She says, no, I saw it, the, uh, the motorcycle hit the car. So since they both are reliable, the one that contradicts the one that's the most reliable, her statement is called Shad. So it's the opposition of a reliable narrator who is narrating an opposition of someone that's more reliable than them or than him. Or last part, it could be two sisters. They both say the car hit the motorcycle. And then 10 other sisters say, no, the motorcycle hit the car. Since they are two and they are reliable, but they are 10, then their statement is Shad. So it can be in number, and it can be in memorization. It can be one or two. All right, who can repeat? What is the meaning of Shad? Reliable narrator. Oppose a more reliable narrator. No, so the, the one that's narrating it one way against the one that's more reliable, her statement, his statement is called Shad. So the Sahih al-Hadith cannot have shad. And it cannot have a weakness that affects the narration. Our sisters understand? Assalamu alaikum. Ain't enter for doubts. Why are you not in class? You busy? Huh? You're traveling. Traveling. Travel to me. Any of our sisters have any questions, any comments? Everyone understands there? MashaAllah. If an Imam, like, is, like, suppose like Bukhari, he went to huh. Mecca. No. And he find the uh, scholars over there. And he uh, narrated a hadith. How he knows that this person that he is narrating the hadith, he is good in memorization hmm. or not? Like, for him, how, how is... So that's a good question. How does Bukhari or the likes of Bukhari yeah. know who's strong in hadith, who's weak in hadith? There's a science called Ilmu Rijal. Ilmu Rijal. Remember the second category, one of the sisters said? Ilmu Diraya. Ilmu Diraya from this category is a science called Ilmu Rijal. The science of the men. I come to Kansas City and we're studying hadith. All of you narrate hadith. All of you are scholars of hadith. So I study who's who. Who is your Shaykh? Who is your Shaykh Shaykh? Who is your Shaykh Shaykh Shaykh? I studied the sister's narrations. Who is her sheikh? Who did she take knowledge from? Who did she take knowledge from? When did she die? When did she meet her? What hadith did she take from her? When was she right? When was she wrong? So that's a whole science in itself. When you read the hadith and you see the chains and they say this man is weak. 
How did he know his week? From studying the history, studying his narrations, comparing what he said against other reliable people, who got it right, who got it wrong. This is how they know which hadith are authentic, which hadith are fabricated, which hadith have weaknesses, which hadith do not have weaknesses. That's a science in itself. It's called ilmul rijal, knowing who's who in the chain. So it's not like he's guessing, not like that. He's not shooting in the dark, not like that. He's studying, it's a science. He has to learn who are the men. He has to learn who each of their scholars were, and then their scholars, and then their scholars. The problem today is that we don't really get to that level. We get to Bukhari in Arabic, and I, you, can have, you can have Bukhari here, Yaquan. When you look in the Arabic side, there's a chain there. In the English, they don't even translate it. Same thing in Muslim, same thing in Asai, same thing in Tirmidhi, same thing in Abu Dawood, same thing in Ibn Majah. If you look at the translation, the Arabic side is intact. He narrates, Bukhari narrates from his shaykh, from his shaykh, from his shaykh, from his shaykh to the Prophet. When you get to the English, they skip that. For whatever reason. Many scholars hate that. They say, you don't have the right to do that. I remember asking my shaykh in Yemen, Ya shaykh, in America, nobody's going to read the chain. So should I translate it? He said, yes. I said, but nobody's going to read it. He said, you don't have the right to take that book and make it how you want it to be. Unless you have permission from the author, for example. So when you look at the translation, don't take my word, I want you to do it. Go to Bukhari, Muslim, Tirmidhi, Abu Dawood, Nasai, Ibn Majah. One of your sisters do it, one of your brothers do it. On the Arabic side, it's going to say, Qala al-Imam al-Muslim rahimahullah ta'ala haddathana Muhammad ibn Muthanna. Qala haddathana Shu'ba. Qala haddathana Salih. An Abi Huraira. An Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam qal. He's going to mention the chain. The English is going to say on the authority of Abu Huraira. So I think a lot of times, and people get offended when I say this, the translations make us weak. Like a smartphone. Everybody has a phone, inshallah. So every sister I know has a phone. The sister, I guarantee, <laughs> has a phone. No matter what the age, it doesn't matter. She's a woman, she has a phone. They can say the same thing about us. How old are you, Akhi? 11. You don't have to answer here. And You don't have to answer. I guarantee you he has a phone. He's 11. You have a phone? I guarantee, almost next Jumu'ah, we're going to come and say, hey, 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 whoever has a phone, raise their hand. Every hand is going to go up. Nobody nowadays does not have a phone. I remember on the bus years ago in, in Philadelphia, the first time I saw a book in years, he wasn't reading on his iPad, she wasn't on her phone. No, this young lady had a book. I can't tell you the last time I saw a book, that wasn't the Quran or religious book. We have people read religious books. On a public transportation, this young lady was reading a book. Everybody else had their device, phone, tablet, iPad, all the like, but she had a book. At any rate, that's how we are with devices now. A brother said the other day, is it allowed for me to read the Quran from my phone? Yes, yes, but why would you? That's allowed, but why would you? Except in some Severe examples. You can't get to the Quran or whatever, you download it on your phone. But most of the time, you have the Quran right beside you. 
There's no need. The smartphone, many psychologists say, makes us the opposite of smart. They call it a smartphone for a reason. Not because the phone is smart, because it's making us not smart. What does that mean, Yechon? Before, you had everybody's number memorized. Before. Now, with the smartphone, you don't memorize it no more. You go to the name. Khadija, Ali, Fatima, Ummi, Abby, Hitsin. Some people, hey Siri. My daughter has this thing on the phone. She says, hey Siri, call Abby. It's like, mashallah. So you don't have to memorize nothing now. Now you ask any Muslim, give me 10 people you have their phone memorized. I guarantee they can do it. I guarantee they can do it. Before the smartphone, we were smart. I used to can tell you 10 people that I had their phone numbers memorized. Now after the smartphone, it takes away uh, our, our brain power, if you could say that. Right? At any rate, sometimes the devices make us lazy. Sometimes in class, the brothers, they say, hey, I'm recording it, so I don't got to take notes. You say, no, don't be lazy. Even if you're recording the class, still take the notes. Don't be a lazy student of knowledge, especially religiously. Even if you have the best iPad, the best device, the best whatever you have, Apple 2000, whatever it is, still take your notes. Even if you are, your memory is impeccable, the sister can mem she can tell us back everything we said. Alhamdulillah. Likewise, the brother. Alhamdulillah. You should still take notes. Still take your notes. At any rate, so all this is a reminder, firstly, for myself and my brothers and my sisters. If we really want to be memorizers, we have to leave off disobeying Allah. And when we disobey Allah, we have to make the Isra'ah, we have to Isra'ah, make the Nusri'ah, fit Tawbah, wa Nusri'ah, fit Inaba, wa Nusri'ah, fit Maghfirah. And when we do disobey Allah, we have to rush and beg Allah for forgiveness. Rush! Don't be those people, I'll do it tomorrow. The Imams of the past, they didn't believe tomorrow was going to come. So they worship Allah today as if it was no tomorrow. We worship Allah Ta'ala today as if there is a tomorrow. No, if you can do it today, do it. If you can memorize it, memorize it. Don't let anyone stop you from memorizing. Some of you brothers and sisters, Allah has blessed you with impeccable memory. You should memorize everything. We had a child years ago, I'm going to stop here. A young Muslim. He was like the little boy here that, that's real good in math. But he was good in names. When the movies came out or the TV show, he can tell you everybody's real name, when they were born, how many movies they had out, how many Oscars he won, his paycheck. He was like 11. Impeccable. But when it came to Hadith, when it came to Quran, Lashay. So he has a good memory, but we have to take all this foolishness away. That's not going to benefit him and apply it to Islam. If he can memorize every name and the, you name the movie, he's going to take it Batman's real name, when he was born, when, if, if he died, if he had rewards. Amazing. But if he can apply that to Islam, sometimes the song comes on, the sister can sing the song verbatim. Word, kalima, ten kalima. Word for word. As if she wrote it. Likewise, the boy, the child, the song comes on, 
He can tell you every word. Another song, every word. Another song, every word. Tell you, he has a good memory. So we have to get rid of all this nonsense that won't benefit him in this life nor in the hereafter and allow him, help him learn that which will yanfa'ahu fi dunya wal akhirah that which will aid his soul in this life and in the hereafter. Memorizing the Quran first and foremost. And the books of hadith. Take a small book of hadith and start trying to memorize it. Inshallah ta'ala. And we'll stop there, ikhwan. Wa subhanaka lahum wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astagfuku wa atubu alayk. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May Allah bless you also, my beloved brother. Keep up the good work there. Give everybody our salams. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.